Well, you better get those vocal cords warmed oh, up. Just the, I get them good vibrations in my vocal cords. That's right. Let me get a sip of water before we get started. Yeah, that nice cold brew. Some ice mm. in it. Coffee oh, on yeah. the rock, so to speak. You're hyped up. You're ready to go. That's my like my fourth cup of coffee this day. Jeez. I had two of those double shots, and now you poured me a giant mason jars worth of uh, cold well, brew. I don't want you to run out, dude. I'm gonna run out of this building. I drank one of those. About an hour before you got here, probably. Not yeah. even an hour before you got here. Yeah, I'm so. going to run on fumes for the rest of the day. I'm yeah, just, you're good. I'm going to shit like a fucking horse later, I was about to say, you can too. stay out of the bathroom. You'll be fine. It's going to wake up my insides like a fucking wildfire. <laughs> Make sure that nice and... Whew, get some of those light, not light, not light, one of those uh, nice candles I got recently. Yeah, we need to light something. Just I know they're for cannabis. They're for cannabis aroma, but they work for shit too. Yeah, they. <laughs> what's the difference? What's the shit? It's a skunk. It's shit. It's shit. Whatever. That's right. It's a bad smell. Well, here's a good smell. Strange shorts, bro. 86, Dude, right? 86 on the you free ever, platform. Or find a good pair of strange shorts, give them a whiff. I need to give mm. me some new shorts. The, give, me a few, <laughs> give me a new pair of few new strange shorts. Well, as hot know. as it's been, I'm thinking about just wearing shorts. Yeah, that's why I need to get some more Jesus shorts. I, like, I've been sweating so much. None of my shorts fit. Yeah, we've had a little bit of a heat wave here in the South. What we like to call a heat wave. Getting up in them good old triple digits. Mm-hmm. Just about where well, we are. it feels like. Yeah, well, it, it did say it was like the high was like 101 at one time. No way. Yesterday? I think it was like th- Thursday or something. It, was like it oh, said okay. the high was 101, but it was like heat. It felt like 112. Jeez. <laughs> felt like it. Uh, yeah, the feels like was 106 yesterday. Boy, it's muggy. God, yeah. If you, but, if then you guys, it, but then it just started pouring down rain, cooled everything it off. It was wonderful. And if you guys, nice if, since if you've never really been in the like the southern United States when there's like a real humid heat wave, it we cannot express enough how it is literally like walking into a sauna when you can walk outside and feel the air. <laughs> you walk into like just a poof, like you can cut it. <laughs> <laughs> you just walk. It's like just a cloud just walking. You're like, why am I so wet again? Right. You just don't feel like doing anything either. No, because you just walk outside and you're moist. And then if you're right in the sun. Forget it. No, you just start glistening. Yeah, you just don't go in the sun. You just walk around like a vampire. Like, no, I can't take any more. Yeah, especially (laughs) someone as pale as me. I do not handle the sun. I don't handle these heat waves. That's only high nineties, man. If it's like if it's like ninety or lower, I'm good. I'm good. If it's like sixty four and above, I'm sweating. Yeah. So. Right, it's so fucking blood. I could see why this uh, this first story guy. I could I can connect with this yeah. man right here. I could one hundred percent. This would be my excuse too. What he got pissed off because it was so hot. Yeah, dude, it's fucking hot. But uh, our first story tonight, guys. Uh, I and we're gonna go ahead and apologize before we start. Uh, we're not. We don't have a video for you guys today. We've been doing video for the free platform. Yeah. Uh, we were having some technical issues with the with the camera and the audio syncing up. So we just instead of delaying too much longer, we decided to go ahead and just start recording. Yeah. We will get back on the video for the next free platform. But right now, we just we were too having too many issues. Too dead. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and give you the free platform stuff either way. So our first story. Uh, a motorcyclist was clocked going 144 miles per hour. Nice. And when approached by the officer, he said he was going fast because it was hot. That's a good point. Dude, I say, officer, that's a good point. You yeah, know what? How fast like can he, you go? It's not like he can turn on the AC and just chill in traffic. You yeah, it's a bike. Nah, he's got to go. But uh, as a 22-year-old motorcyclist is facing multiple charges, because it wasn't just speeding, uh, but an Oldenstead County Sheriff's Department driving, uh, reported sure. clocking him driving 144 miles per hour on Tuesday. The man allegedly said he was driving that fast to cool down on that sweltering day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100%, dude. I believe it. Yeah. Go find yourself an open dirt road or something, but... 
Right. Uh, he's charged with reckless driving, obstructing legal processes, and driving with a revoked license after the traffic stop. This happened in Pine Island, Minnesota. How is it too hot in Minnesota? Give I me get, a break, for real, man. Dude, you guys, are, you guys are the ones who t- literally all you talk about is how cold it is in Seriously. Minnesota. Where you measure that you don't measure by temperature. You measure how long exposed skin will last. Right. <laughs> Like you right. guys, uh, can't be that hot. How in hot Minnesota. was it? Oh man, it was a sweltering. Oh, it reached a high temperature of ninety-five degrees. Oh which no! Which for Minnesota, I guess that I is guess an so. oven. Yeah. But still, I'm sure that people were losing their minds. Mm-hmm. But uh, according to the criminal complaint, the deputy was on patrol outside Rochester when he saw a motorcycle go by at extremely high speed. Um, the deputy decided to risk. Decided the risk of pursuing the rider was too high, but later spotted the motorcyclist again in Rochester and initiated a traffic stop. Um, the complaint alleges the rider demanded to know the reason for the stop and then tried to drive off, prompting the deputy to grab the rider who pinned the deputy against the side of his squad car with the motorcycle. The deputy Whoa. threatened to use his taser to stop the rider and eventually handcuffed was and arrested him. So, yeah, dude, like... I can okay. see why this kind of escalated. Temper- hot temperatures make people do crazy things, man. I'm I understand that people get a little testy when it's hot. Oh yeah. But when a cop pulls you over, you know why you got pulled over when you were going 144 miles an hour. But uh <laughs> he just probably didn't think he was going to get pulled. He probably thought I think most people on bikes, especially bikes that'll do 140 and plus, they're thinking, I'm just going to get away. Yeah. What you are you, you going to catch me? Yeah, they usually can. Yeah, they, yeah, they can. Plus, get. they got four wheels. You got two. All they got to do is one little turn of the wheel and you are roadkill. Okay. Yeah. So, well, hopefully, cops aren't out here doing that. That's, let's literally like, well, no, that's people. just my thinking when motorcycles oh. get on my nerves. I'm like, dude, I'll, I have four wheels in case. What do you got to. <laughs> I will tag your back wheel. And I will kill fishtail you. you into a That's news terrible. story. All right. <laughs> this will make the headlines. Terrible. And all I got to do is turn this wheel two degrees. <laughs> More times than not, though, motorcyclists are, are getting overlooked and their lives are being put in danger. Just people not paying attention, though, to be fair. Yeah, true. I've seen plenty so of those. It puts uh, them out. It puts them on edge. Yeah. But um, Noah Doherty of Pine Island, Michigan, uh, was the the rider of the motorcycle, who allegedly told the deputy that he'd been driving so fast to cool down because it was too hot that day. He also alleged he'd been wearing headphones as he rode, so the confrontation was, and said the confrontation was the fault of the deputy. Okay. Uh, I can just imagine. What was he listening to doing 144, dude? <laughs> Whatever it was, it was epic as shit. I can't you know drive that. 55. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a I can't say this because we'll get pulled. <laughs> no, nah, he's probably listening to some like super upbeat, like dance trance or something, just flying through traffic. <laughs> oh, yeah, some fast and furious Tokyo yeah. drift music. Yeah, yeah. Just drifting through traffic. Got that nice Skrillex going. <laughs> yeah, Skrillex. He's pumping his exhaust, which is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, man. I'm sure that's guy was what he's listening to. But uh, have fun, Doherty, man. You, uh,. Uh, courts indicate he's had at least two other speeding convictions since 2017 and four no other kidding. recent driving uh, and four other recent driving after revocation convictions. So nah. yeah, he's already had a suspended license. So he was, I guess, yeah, he have a suspended license. Yeah. You probably want to get away as fast as possible so that the cops don't see you on the bike. Yeah. My, my Gotta advice, get to work, though. my advice would just be you, you drive casual. Give him yeah. less reason to pull you over. If you're plotting yeah, to like not get the attention when, of the police. When it's 95 degrees and you got to turn up the AC, but you yeah, got to kick up that he just wanted to, Yeah, he wanted to feel the wind blowing through his Minnesota beard. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, man, I can't change it. I need a blizzard to come through here. Next best thing. <laughs> yep. Just hit that wind tunnel, baby. Exactly. We had the NOS on this bitch. That's right. 
But man, you're gonna have some fun time in court on that one. Uh, all right, Michael. All right, for, our next, uh, for our next for our next story, I I brought this up because there's an old there's an old old joke between Michael and I and his wife Kristen. Uh, we were in the mountains one time, and I bought a pair of. Do you remember the old Vibram five fingered tennis shoes, like the yes. shoes that had the toes? Yes. Uh, it was kind of like when they All first the toes were separated. Yeah, it was like when they first made the scene. Like they mm-hmm. were like it was like a brand new thing. They were like it was like oh my god, your toes, your shoes have toes. Yeah. Like a brand new thing. <laughs> and I spent like ninety dollars on a pair of these because they actually had a pair in my giant size. <laughs> and for like the entire week we were in the mountains, Kristen just kept saying. You got stupid shoes. You bought stupid <laughs> shoes. You you spent ninety dollars on stupid shoes. You to, your shoes have toes. You have stupid. Yeah, I was like for the whole week. A fan of and I wore them. I wore them. I wore them for a little while until the fact that I uh, completely uh, butchered them by not wearing socks. And when you don't wear socks in those things, uh, oh. they become just a toxic dump. I bet. But yeah, uh, this guy right here, he found a better solution okay. than the Vibram five finger toes. Wow. This motherfucker just had tattooed of shoes on his feet. The ultimate barefoot shoe. Right? Man has wow. shoes tattooed on his feet because he's tired of paying for new shoes. Yeah, me too, man. I mean, yeah, but, but y- you didn't like get soles put on. You, also, you didn't get shoes. You didn't get any shoes. You spent more you, money on these dope tattoos. Yeah. Not going to lie. Dope tattoos. The artwork. Yeah, the artwork is, is yeah. pretty great artwork. These are some pretty realistic and then shoe you, works. And then you consider it was freehanded as well. Yeah, the artist freehanded these shoes because you can't get a stencil of a shoe to put on someone's foot. I know. What so, a nightmare, right? Yeah, and that's what he said. He's like the hardest, the most difficult part of the tattoo was freehanding this whole thing. But uh, the man told his tattoo artist he was tired of paying for new shoes, so he didn't permanently ink his favorite Nike trainers onto his feet. You know what? I'm not against this. I'm, uh, I mean, I guess it's going to be a little weird what, later on in life, or you're going to... Ma- my thing is, like, I really like the feeling of being barefooted, you know what I mean? And I feel like if I always have something down there, it looks like I have shoes on, even being barefooted. I don't yeah, know. How would you I ever, feel like I'd be like, ah, oh, I don't want to get into bed with these shoes on. How would you ever know when your feet were dirty? I, I, right? I don't yeah, know. man. It's just... But I, I like get a lot it. Of complications. I, if people listen. People do all kinds of weird tattoos. Everybody has some crazy ass tattoos. Uh, you'd see That's his leg. Statement. You see his leg tattoo peering out right there. It looks like Marilyn Manson coming through a tree or something. Yeah. But uh, so this guy's already got some pretty interesting ink. But I'm not against this. The tattoo artist uh, Dean Gunther, 34, used his incredible art skills to draw the design of the trainers uh, free-handed before making the ink permanent. Uh, Dean, who's originally from Bellevue in South Africa, moved to the UK five years ago. Recently went viral for tattooing a realistic six-pack onto a man's stomach. Nice. Dude, can you do that to me? That would save me. Like I would, like I said, I've paid for a gym membership that I've never used. I would so much rather just pay for a tattoo one time. Yeah. That's, yeah, there that's you go. pays for the gym membership in and of itself. Right? Right there. Tattoos can solve so many problems. Right? Eyebrows, tattoos. Mustache, Boom. tattoos. Six-pack, tattoos. There you go. Apparently now, shoes. Oh, also, tattoos. I can think of another thing. The guys who uh, get the little pinpricks so it looks like they're not bald, but they just shave their head. Right. See? Boom. Tattoos. Exactly. You get, the whole, you get the whole hairline tattooed in. Yeah. Everything apparently can be tattooed. That's right. And this guy right here proved you can get some sweet Nike Dunks tattooed. I think I, I, we were arguing other they dunks or trainers. No, or whatever. they're like some old school trainers. You see these like tongues, you know. You can I think yeah, tell it's got the little high Achilles part yeah, right there. And then yeah, but dude, I, I, I'm I'm fine with this. I love I love promoting other people's art too, and that's that's one of the reasons I wanted to share this because this guy in uh, the UK, this tattoo artist, uh, like I said, what was his name again? Um, Dean Gunther. Okay. 
Uh, I'm trying to find his tattoo shop. Oh yeah, Dean who set up his own tattoo shop in the Greater Manchester area called DJ or DG Tattoo Art. Okay. Uh, found the trainer design is custom like the best and drew the artists or drew it onto his feet freehand. So yeah, anybody in the Greater Manchester area, go check out Dean Gunther at DG Tattoo Art. Yeah. This guy's got some pretty sweet art. We have the links posted in the description as well. But uh, I'm not, like I said, not against this man. Got some cool comments. Uh, saved a fortune on your trainers. Brave man to do both feet. And then Dude. somebody said, "Madass pumps." But That's I like what I guy. was thinking. He's super brave. That's like having a damn sunburn on your feet for like a week. Oh yeah, and it's you gotta, gotta wait super... for that shit to heal up. Like you can't wear socks. And imagine how painful that was on the toe knuckles, man. Ooh, yeah, look, and in between and, and the he toes, he got them almost colored in all the way black. Yeah, and in between the toes. In be- oof, in between. Oof. The toes. I'd be like, nah, just leave that. I'll keep my toes together. Yeah, I'll just keep my toes <laughs> together forever. Yeah, forever. I'll just put some. I'll just put some yeah, electrical tape around them one time. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> See how many people shape their feet. <laughs> Why couldn't you just so, get those? That's like, so terrible for your feet, though. It's like, why couldn't you just get some of those black no-show socks, like the ones that, like the girls wear for like the little tiny flats? Yeah, just yeah. wear those, and then you can just tattoo the top of your foot. Right. But this right, guy right. went. This guy went full hog, man. Bravo. Yeah. But uh, the artist Maybe he shared really his... likes going barefoot. You know, possibly. Uh, I don't know. You ever seen people who go barefoot all the time and their toes like spread out like hands because they're like they that's just, that's how your toes are supposed to be. Yeah, it's actually. like their feet, they, your feet, just your toes naturally yeah. just kind of spread out. Yeah, this guy looks like he's wearing shoes a long time, so maybe he wants to get with some of those like a uh, chimpanzee feet or whatever. Yeah, it's that's good for your toes. Yeah, I think it it's really fine. Is. You sure, know, the, you know, we uh, fuck that up with uh, putting shoes on babies. Honestly, if you look, most babies when they're born, they have the, like those wide, crazy toes. Man, they're like sticking out all over yeah, the place. Yeah, they're all knuckled up. Yeah, too, and, just, and then <sighs> we shove them in a foot. In infancy, we shove them in a, a shoe, rather. In infancy. See, I'm not going to lie. It, mis- it sh- shapes kids' feet. Like, I, I, I hated buying ba- like baby shoes. It's like, pointless. Yeah, I, buy, I, I think just, I, my just kids just wore onesies and socks. Yeah. For like, until they were like, until they were walking. Yeah. Like, until they needed to use their feet. I was like, I'm not buying you shoes. Yeah. Like, you're going to wear socks or just a, or nothing. What's the point? <laughs> if your feet are cold, I'll put a sock on. You're yeah. not. Like, <laughs> you don't need shoes. You don't you're, walk. You're not using these feet. <laughs> You can't even. I'm you not can't buying even, you, you can't a pair touch of Jordans. Them. Yeah, I'm not. Pa- I'm not buying you some Crocs. You're just gonna drag the tops of them on the ground, crawling around everywhere. All I'm gonna. All this is gonna do is spend. <laughs> make me spend 45 minutes looking for the other one of these later. <laughs> That's literally it. Yeah. So no, I'm not. I'm Dumping not for the baby shoes. And shit. You know what? We should start tattooing shoes on babies instead. That's what we should start oh. doing. Never have to worry about buying baby shoes again. Yeah, just go just ahead and get never your ta- buy your kid shoes. Yeah. Just go ahead and tattoo your some some sweet dunks on your yeah. baby. I'm sure that will completely stay yeah. exactly like it's supposed to as those feet grow. No doubt. But uh, <laughs> that would look so silly. <laughs> like, what's that on your ankle? Is that like a birthmark or <laughs> <laughs> what's that, what's that only on the top of your foot? Uh, it was originally a uh, Nike Jordan from 1984, but uh, now it just kind of looks like a bunched right. up Texas. No, it's <laughs> right. It's like a ballerina shoe. It's too small. <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, the Gunter uh, shared this, art, this artist on TikTok, or shared his uh, creation on TikTok and on Instagram, where he got more than 2 million views. So yeah, man. Good for him. Dean actually recently won Best in Show at the Liverpool Tattoo Convention with an African-inspired tattoo that took him three days to complete. So yeah, Jeez. man, this dude is, uh, he's a pretty good artist. So Dean, good job, man. I'm glad to, I'm glad to plug, plug some of your work. If I, could get in the, if I could get over to the UK, I'd be glad to let Dean tattoo something on me. Maybe not shoes. I'm but. sure there's some people in Charlotte. With tattoos and shoes on you, man. 
Yeah, find me some shoes. Yeah, <laughs> tattoo you some shoes. Because it's hard enough for me to find shoes. <laughs> I got big ass feet. It's hard to find shoes. Just look, just get shoes tattooed on your feet and just glue you an insole on the bottom. <laughs> You're good to go, man. What was that guy? Oh, remember uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? Yeah, he has the sp- spray, spray on, on shoes. shoes. How you gonna get them off, nerd? <laughs> It's Never. One of my favorite lines. In exactly. The I want some spray on shoes. Can we get spray on shoes? <laughs> oh, classic. All right, guys. But yeah, good job, Dean. Uh, but for our next story, we're going to cover a mystery because I, I, this is just blowing my mind. We're going to cover right, the mystery I'll solve case. It for you. What is it? You're going to solve it for me? I'm going to do my well, best. You know what? I hope there's a reward for you. I hope so too. But a baby who went missing after her parents' death over 40 years ago is found alive. Okay. Like, Hallelujah! That's a great. And that's a great headline. They that know is, this through DNA. Uh, yes, I'm. I'm believing so that that's how they prove this. But a baby who disappeared after her parents were found dead in the early '80s is alive and well. Um, baby Holly, uh, her deceased parents were discovered in the woods of Houston in 1981. Um, in, tw- in 2021, the bodies were identified as Tina Gale Lynn Klaus and Harold Dean Klaus Jr. Mm-hmm. But their baby, Holly, who is now 42 and an Oklahoma mother of five, was not found with them. So these bodies were found in 1981, and they were not even identified until 2021. So that's oh, why they were like, they, were, okay. they knew that uh, the family had just gone missing. Right. Um, so now they realize that the parents had died, but they, they thought the entire family had just disappeared. So Holly has been identified, uh, has has been notified of the identities of her biological parents and has been connected with her extended family, which is, that's great. Right. But um, during a press conference uh, Thursday, Brent Webster, the first uh, assistant attorney general of Texas, uh, held, he held a press conference to tell about this investigation. This is what's been so confusing to me. And I hope there's more information that comes out about this because this is like, this is straight out of a thriller novel. Okay. Um, Webster said two women who were members of a nomadic religious group brought Holly to a church in Arizona. Webster did not include the details about what happened to Holly after she was left at the church, though. The women who left Holly at the church wore white robes, were barefoot, and they indicated the beliefs of their religion included the separation of male and female members, practicing vegetarian habits, and not using or wearing leather goods. So this small little nomadic religious group Mm -hmm. they found her and then gave her to an adoption agency to a church in arizona as Uh, a baby though i believe it was as a baby yes because the the group is believed to have traveled yes the group is believed to have traveled to arizona california mm -hmm. and texas in the early 80s i'm just saying that because they they probably don't like babies um because you know they separate the sexes so i'm sure there's not too many babies being born in their religion in their little uh True, and if they're they're a, if they're a nomadic, so that's what makes me think too. they probably gave her up early. Yeah, or if there was some, if something nefarious happened, which they they aren't sure yet about her parents, so they they're oh, trying to figure that out this group could be involved. Yeah, there's there's still an ongoing investigation into these this group into this these women who uh, delivered her. Oh my god, I just solved it for you. Her parents were in the cult. They were hiding a pregnancy for a long time. They wear robes. It was easy for her to do it. She finally had the baby. They found out. They tried to flee into the woods. They killed the parents because that's the penalty of having a baby. Separation of sexes. What the fuck? Number one rule. Then they take the baby, and they're like, this baby didn't do anything wrong. She deserves a chance, but we're not raising her. Take her to an adoption agency. Boom. How many cups of coffee you had today, Michael? <laughs> you rattled that off like you had it prepared. <laughs> I, I, I told you. Did the whole Ace Ventura... <laughs> 
<laughs> Damn, I'm good. Let me, let me pull that back for you. Neil's loose. But uh, no, I, I'm. You know what? That's actually a pretty good theory. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Like, yeah, I'm gonna shut the laptop. We're good now. All right. What else you got? But for um, me? yeah, around uh, around the December of 1980 or early January 81, the yeah. families of Holly's parents received a call from someone identifying herself as Sister Susan. Sister Susan said she was calling from L.A. and wanted to return the family's car. She said the couple had joined their religious group and was giving up all of their possessions. Uh-huh. She said the couple no longer wanted to have contact with their families. Uh, the family contacted local authorities and agreed to meet Sister Susan at the Daytona racetrack in Florida. But the family said they met with two or three women and possibly a man. Uh, they were all wearing robes and appeared to be members of the religious group. Uh, Webster said the police took the women into custody, but no records have been identified in connection with the incident, which is common because the, the case is so old. Right. Yeah, but, they've uh, already covered everything up. Yeah, the family's la- the family was last heard from in ni- October of 1980. So um, members of Holly's extended family are relieved that Holly has been found, but they're, anyone urging or information on her parents' like, mm-hmm. death is being urged to come forward. Because I believe, like, I believe Tina's final resting or finally resting in peace, knowing Holly is reunited with her family. I personally am so relieved to know Holly is alive and well and was cared for, but also torn up by it all. That baby is her life, which that was Sherry Lean Green, uh, yeah. which is Holly's aunt. So yeah, this is like this is a real like mystery murder cover up cult mm-hmm. story that's kind of just now unfolding. Where yeah, maybe you're kind of onto something. Maybe yeah. this family joined a cult and then was trying to leave the cult yep. and were killed. They knew too much. Something was, maybe something happened to them. Like there is, there's, they need information to come forward because they don't yeah. really know anything about this group. They can't really track them down now. Like I so, said, they obviously, uh, you know, don't believe in procreating or, <laughs> or they, it's, or, or maybe procreating maybe. is like a, a designated thing. It's like you are to procreate with right. you. Right. And if you, if, if somebody does it, you know, unblessed oh, or yeah. a non-blessed oh, creation yeah just fucking whoever you want to yeah like, like consenting huh. adults do right like you got that right or something uh-huh. yeah. wow so yeah maybe something like that did well, happen but i don't know it's a it's a weird little like i said thriller which i'm, I'm hoping some more information comes out about so i'm gonna try and keep some... stories about this dude dude that's this a... couple is Oh, they got to escape this cult because they're having a baby and they know no babies are allowed. Ooh, we, do, we can go do oh, more cult shit. Yes. People never get tired of cult shit. We can go do more cult shit. I don't. I know. This is do a cult. <laughs> Strange and Unexplained is a cult. We all follow Michael's. <laughs> Number one rule of the cult, Andy. Yeah. Uh, you know how I know we're a cult? Because you still don't have that tax exemption yet. We're going to work on that. <laughs> but uh, for our next story, guys, we're going to talk about a little uh, a st- uh, city that's kind of far away from us. Uh, but if you may have, uh, you may have our listeners are from the Boston area. Boston. Get that nice Boston accent. Yeah. You get your dunk in the morning. Yeah. Get your keys out get of your Some yard. dunk. Maybe put some Baileys in your dunk. <laughs> but, Make uh, sure you don't drip any on your khakis. Yeah. Apparently, you know what Boston smells like? What? Apparently, piss. Oh, why? I don't know. Apparently, That's not fair to say. Just a, the whole the whole city. Apparently, man. I've heard, well, you know what? I've heard a shit ton of people tell me that San Francisco stinks. I've never been there, but 
I ran into people all the time in Vegas. It was like, don't go to San Francisco. It smells like shit. It smells like garbage. Like uh, everybody, everybody says that about San Francisco. I was the the same way about Oakland because I was a big. I'm a Oakland. I'm a Raiders fan. When they were yeah. in Oakland, uh, my friends went there and they were like, yeah, the the stadium smells like shit. It's like right next to a sewage river. Oh, like it just smells awful. Like all near the stadium in Oakland. I'm like, well, I can see why they moved to Vegas. Yeah, okay. but uh, yeah, apparently Boston, apparently Boston smells like piss. Because uh, you're in trouble no more in the Massachusetts Bay Area because Boston Transit Agency is to try urine sensors on elevators to try and avoid this problem. What even is a urine sensor? I We're going to figure How? this out together, Michael. Because the, uh, the MBTA, the Massachusetts Bay Transit Authority, um, which services Boston and the surrounding areas, is launching a pilot program this summer in which urine detection sensors will be placed in four downtown elevators and the sensors alert transit ambassadors who can dispatch a cleaning crew. So apparently it will, this sensor will pick up whether somebody has pissed in this elevator mm-hmm. immediately and call a maid to come clean it up. Wow. So, I mean, I'm not going to. Also, it should like mace the person that pissed in the elevator. Yeah. If they, could, be if cool. they could catch like it, like this arm just comes out. Yeah. Like it's an if, asshole move. Yeah. What if the, uh, there needs to be like some sensor, like as soon as the, like the urine hits the floor, like as soon as yeah. that sensor needs, that sensor needs to be so sensitive yeah. that like, as soon as it happens, like a fucking the, jackass size punching bag, just come like just boxing glove comes you out just and need just it to ricochets sense. that motherfucker off the wall. It wouldn't even be that hard to catch people around the clock. Cause you just need it to like sense or put out a signal like every, what, 10 seconds. Yeah. Not even all the time. Because if you got to piss so bad, you're going to piss in an elevator, you're pissing for longer than 10 seconds. Yeah, you are. You know what? I got a better idea. Better solution. Okay. Keep the piss sensors, Boston. Yeah, Great idea. Keep, keep the piss sensors. But when the piss sensor goes off, the elevator just keeps going up and then the floor drops out. Oh. It gets rid of the piss and oh. the pisser in one go. Yeah. Then a, little, then a little sprinkler just comes down, rinses it out, and, and just closes just- it back up. There's just, just a pile of, of shameful pissers at the bottom of the elevator shaft. Yeah, just a Boston piss oh, bucket down there in the bottom. Wow. I'm not like, listen. Wow, that's if harsh. If, can't you bring it on yourself? You're going to piss in a nice downtown elevator? What if you can't hold it, man? There's a lot of partying going you on. You could have pissed outside before you got in the elevator. <laughs> you could have just pissed outside the elevator. Uh, I agree. Pissing in an elevator, pretty, pretty, pretty bad. There's a lot of things you can do in I an mean, elevator, but don't you know, piss in one. Yeah. Pissing in public, you find the right spot. I don't feel, I don't think there's any problem with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you find the right bush. You got to find the right spot. You, you find know? the right bush, just not anywhere near, pissing near in a building. playground or a. Come on, not in a building. Not in an elevator. Not in an it's elevator, like, yeah. In, not in a building that's not a bathroom. Okay, yeah. let me clarify, obviously. It's made me think of Dwight in the office when they get trapped <laughs> in the elevator. He's like, I'm establishing a pee corner. Why? It's only been five minutes. <laughs> don't look at me. I have to pee. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what happened. Uh, he probably thought the elevator stopped. It just stopped yeah. at the wrong floor. He's like, "Oh God, I have to pee." The doors just open. He's like, "Oh, I was uh, I thought I was stuck. <laughs> well, now I just have to finish peeing." That's you know, what, once you start, you, yeah, you, I can't you just can't, stop. I'll have a I'll have an aneurysm if I stop. Hit that door close button for me, right? Just right there. Just, you can just just yeah. reach him behind him, hitting the door. Clo- Don't look at just get the hit all the other buttons. People just stand in there in shock on the outside of the elevator. Yeah, uh, this is actually not a new concept. Apparently, though, uh, this will this will kick off no. in August, and data okay. will be collected for several months. But nearly a decade ago, the Metropolitan Atlanta Rapid Transit Authority, or the MARTA, um, naturally. 
uh, triggered, they instituted the same program that triggered strobe lights, alarms, and alerts to the MARTA police when urine was detected yeah. in an elevator. We got a pisser. The elevators were then <laughs> inoperable until a cleaning. Oh, so they shit. fucking looted that Atlanta. That's a, let's see, they're on the right track. Yeah. You pissed in the elevator, the elevator locked down and oh. then just started fucking just blaring strobe lights and sirens in there until the cops had to come and get you out with a cleaning crew. Not to mention, every elevator has a camera in it. Pretty much, yeah. Like, since, like, Probably the 80s, yeah, right? Unless you have an elevator that Elevators you feel like you can like, slide the door closed yourself. Yeah. And all automated elevators have always had cameras in them, as yeah. far as I can remember. And you know that camera is a fisheye lens. It's getting the whole fucking elevator. Yeah. It can see you even if you're in the corner opposite of it, you know? <laughs> like, it still can see you. Yeah, it sees the entire... It's not a big room you're in. There's nowhere to hide. Right. Yeah. So you really could do some crazy shit, man. I, I genuinely... I fucking with people that piss in elevators. Okay, so... Because you can I, see them. Okay, Boston, you're on the right now. Boston's on the very low end of punishment, and my solution. Okay, I'll give it. The, mine's on the eleven. Uh, mine's yeah, on the. Yeah, I turn least. my punishment to eleven. Yeah, Atlanta's kind of right there in the middle ground. I like Atlanta's solution. You pee in the elevator, you get elevator, embarrassed. It just shuts. It's like when you used to pee in the pool, and the you color would change. They don't or deserve to die for pissing in an elevator. Andy. If it you was know? my elevator, maybe, but it's not my elevator. But um, <sighs> like I'm saying, it's like the. You pee in the pool and it would turn blue or whatever. Yeah. Same thing. Elevator just shuts down. The whole elevator's out of service until the cops come and drag you out of there. Let me tell you like a gross fact that nobody needs to know, but I feel like sharing it anyway about Always. peeing in a pool. Always. It's strange you know, explained. Right? Did you know that chlorine actually has no smell until it interacts with pee? Hmm. You know how you go to a pool and you're like, yep, smells like chlorine. No. It smells like chlorine interacting with piss. Hmm. Look I, it up. I will believe you. I'm, Look, I'm just I mean, I will. There's, there's, there's all types of experiments. There's all that articles and shit. I looked it up too. When I first started, I was like, no fucking way. But yeah, chlorine itself doesn't have a scent. That's yeah, why like, they choose it. It's what neutralizes like the ammonia and yeah. stuff in urine or whatever. But when you piss, that mixed with the chlorine makes that smell that we think is chlorine. <laughs> That's what... Uh, Atlanta needs to have like chlorine sprayers that start coming just, in. <laughs> the sirens, the alarms, the flashing lights, and you just like a quick spritz of chlorine. Just, Scott, oh, son oh, of a bitch. <laughs> now I smell like a YMCA. For repeat offenders, I like the mace idea though, seriously. A little yeah. mace. Got a facial recognition software. Oh, yeah. You've been here before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're getting the mace this time. Yeah, the it's sprinkler the system just it's comes the on with mace. Next time, Mr. Anderson, we're not fucking around. <laughs> yeah, I want the sprinkler system just to come on with pepper spray. Just. <laughs> just rains down pepper spray on the person because you know the first thing you're gonna do is look up and see where that's coming from what? Ah, what acid ah, God. Ah, it's boiling acid <laughs> i'm still gonna finish peeing your ass i'm still scaring the piss out of me <laughs> fuck you i'm pissing all over this goddamn elevator fuck your elevator <laughs> i got a shit too oh wait this is atlanta oh. i'm still doing the boston oh, yeah. guy <laughs> Sorry. this was a bostonite who was in atlanta he was expecting the elevator oh. just to just keep going he's like yeah you yeah. can piss all you want in boston just keep going <laughs> yeah i do this all the time I do this all the time in boston you start pissing in an atlanta elevator and you get your shit rocked <laughs> there's a big security guard waiting for when the doors open <laughs> yeah. just beats you like a fucking punching bag what the fuck you think you're doing motherfucker <laughs> you think i'm gonna clean this shit up <laughs> just wiping it up with you you start rubbing your nose <laughs> in it like you're a dog <laughs> hits you with a newspaper and spritzes you all right, oh, guys, we're getting shit. a little wild here. For, so for uh, our next story, we're going to talk about a uh, little wild animals. Uh-oh. Some real wild animals, guys. Uh-oh, because some feral hogs have found and destroyed a stash of cocaine worth $22,000 that was hidden in the woods. Oh, my God. 
Hell yeah. They went, they, they went hog wild that night. Uh, is they ate all of it? I don't know if they ate it all because that's. I'll, I'll get to the end of the article in a minute. But um, for like so, police dismantled the smuggling operation of a Tuscany gang, uh, which consisted of three Albanians and an Italian. Um, this was a uh, this stash was in the Italian forest, so I'm just going to go ahead and let you know this was an Italian story. Okay. But um, the local authorities, while listening on a call, they had bugged uh, the gang. Mm-hmm. They overheard a person complaining that the damage was caused by hogs. So four suspects were arrested on drug drug charges after the bust, which left two members in jail and two under house arrest. But uh, the gang has been came to the attention of the police during the investigation of a 21 year old Albanian in May of last year. Uh, the scheme allegedly funneled drugs from a supply channel in uh, Perugia to various provinces, including Siena and Arezzo. But um, this drug stash was hidden in a forest in the Valdician Valdician mm-hmm. uh, Valley, and apparently, during, while they hid it in the forest wild little group of hogs found this big batch of cocaine um, and just fucking destroyed it. And uh, the suspects allegedly traded about like two, two kilos of cocaine every month. So this is a pretty good supply that's going through there. Right, right. Um, but right now, the best part of the article to me is like, it is not immediately known what happened to the curious animals yet. But uh, uh, yeah, they went a little crazy for sure. I mean, hogs are already kind of insane. And I'm, high energy, you know what I'm saying? For about wild hogs, yeah. For about four hours, those hogs could have taken on the Italian army. Oh yeah, like they could have taken the, those They're were the most right through people. Those were the most apex predators on that of the on the Italian peninsula for about four to six hours, and then they all die of an OD. Dude, but uh, these are some weird. They got a picture of. Of the boars that, or what the boars look like in that area, and they're 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 kind of weird. They're kind of different. They're not exactly what I expect. Like wild boars out here are like more chest heavy, and then they yeah. have those little tusks. They have those little tusks. These don't even have tusks, but they still they still look like something out of a horror novel. And that yeah, that's one they'll eat that picture's from Berlin. That's what's terrifying. Yeah, we've seen those things about hogs and like wild pigs. They will eat anything. What was the movie uh, Snatch? Like. A wild pig will eat through a human body. It's like whatever like that oh, yeah. fucking math equation is. Yeah. Hence the phrase, hungry as a pig. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they will eat your fucking body. That's all I tried to kill Hannibal Lecter with. Right. But yeah, man, they, like, these uh, apparently this was a pretty big drug organization that they tried to bust up. So good, good on you guys, but... I'm really curious to figure out what happened to these hogs. I, I want to send right? out like a, I want to send out a search party to find these hogs. I wonder if there was any like hunting cams out there or something. They caught just some, <laughs> just, just boxes, just some fastest fuck boy hogs, <laughs> just chasing down wild like cougars and just beating them down. <laughs> cougars? I don't know cougars what's out there. In the Italian forest? Possibly a mountain lions. I don't know what they got out there. They got a bunch of bobby bodies. They got buried. wild boars. Right, they gotta have some type of big cat, some some. Oh yeah, like mountain lion, a cougar. It says that the police officials estimate the, the number of wild boars in Italy to be about two million. Holy shit! Which has doubled since two thousand. I was about to say, and are responsible time, for about ten thousand road accidents every year. It's time to open season on them guys for just a little bit. Yeah, you know, maybe hand out some tags. Yeah, apparently, uh, thirty to fifty feral. Uh, apparently, like it's a pretty like Twitter Twitter thing about thirty to fifty feral hogs can be killed without a firearm. There are currently six million hogs and spanning in at least thirty-five states of America. So we have more. Well, of course, America's got more hogs, but you know we could probably just lump some people in there with that category as well. But yeah, I think it's pretty badass, dude. I, I just love the fact that like, I want to see these hogs. I want to see that hunting cam footage. I want to see just somebody who's like in their backyard that morning, just picking some berries out of a out of a brush, and some fucking hog just takes off through, just all white faced. <laughs> 
Yeah. Tony exactly. Montana of, of uh, hogs. Say hello to my little friend. Just runs yeah. through a t- <laughs> Runs running, through a fence. Right. Running through privacy fences, taking cakes with them. <laughs> Got a chainsaw. <laughs> Y'all come pitch you an idea for a small business. <laughs> or teach you about the stock market. <laughs> trying to explain crypto to you real fast. Oh, All right, shit. guys. Well, uh, we have one more story to cover tonight, uh, today for our free platform episode. Uh, and this is a local story for our Charlotte area. This was actually sent in by a Uh-oh. listener. We have a listener story this week. Uh, so thank you, Megan. This was sent in to us by Megan right from on. Charlotte. Thank you very much, Megan. A this is a this to me and Michael. This would be the best uh, Grubhub delivery of all time. I mean, to the extent. Uh, but oh, it was a Grubhub. Delivery. I don't know. If it was, I don't know. I'm just saying. Like if I have if you had food delivered, yeah, this would be the best little plus. But a Red Robin customer, oh no, a Red Robin customer said she found an edible in her to-go order and Charlotte police are now investigating. So yeah, the uh, the customer said Charlotte police and Red Robin's corporate team are now looking into the investig or looking into what happened after yeah. a curbside to-go customer at the Red Robin in North Charlotte said she got more than she ordered when she got home and discovered an edible rice crispy treat inside her bag. Red Robin, North Charlotte. What's, you have the address? Ah, uh, we'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah, we go. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to go ahead. I bet that place has a Unrelated. fucking line. I bet that place has like a fucking line down yeah. the street. Are these all to-go orders? <laughs> Manager's like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this lady right here, I took out the bag. I took the salad out of the bag. And then I noticed this little treat at the bottom. It looked like a Rice Krispie treat. Mm-hmm. Said it's one it of them Fruity Pebble ones. Said mm. it had a marijuana leaf on the card. So we didn't know if it was infused with marijuana or something else. Mm-hmm. Well, considering the marijuana leaf, I'm going to guess it. But to be far. <laughs> to be far. You never know. You never know. It but isn't a Ziploc baggie. And it's just, and when you don't, you know, it's just, I get it. It's a business card and it looks all sanitary and whatnot. I would probably eat it. But yeah, I'm not. The no questions friend. asked. I would have just, I would have just assumed that a very cool to go person at that, at that Red Robin was like, you know what? This dude seemed cool. Here's a treat. Yeah, because here's the thing, exactly. guys. We you'll see in the link that we have posted. There's a Twitter picture of this. Um, there, she found not only the Rice Krispie treat, but a business card along with it. Yeah, and the business card has like not Here. only like all the information, but it has the lady's name. It yep. has her Twitter account. It has a phone number on the business card. For Kel or Kel's right. sweet treats. You're not out here poisoning people and then leaving a business card. Yeah, that you're not act. Yeah, this isn't fucking PCP that you're selling out here. This right. isn't crystal meth. If they wanted to harm you, why would why would they put a card in there? <laughs> they, they would just re- they would just put it in there. And yeah. Assume and pro- or inject it into your food that you ordered. Not something. They were going to leave you, know, if you, you really a treat. Think about it for a second. You're like, yeah, this is someone just trying to promote their business. Yeah, this was probably like, and they they're investigating the t- like the staff to figure out who would put it in there and trying to they're going to do like a big you know. All right, who's the? Um, all right, by the so card, I'd say it's probably Kells. I'm gonna guess it's Kells or somebody yeah. who lives with Kells. It's called Kells Sweet Treat. Yeah, so everybody's looking around. It's like Kells. Kells. Uh, and it a, has a picture of her on the card. Isn't that her right there? I think it's probably Kells on the card. Yeah, so. I would say that's her. If yeah, I, if I was pretty, a betting man. I'm gonna go ahead and guess this investigation's not gonna take a long mm, time. No, somebody's just gonna call that number. So, you, you Kells? Yes. Why? Everybody just put you <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, we'd like to we'd like to get a couple more of those. Could you meet us at? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Customer said the biggest concern is safety. My concern oh. is it's very dangerous for people not knowing what's in it and how much is in it. If a child got a hold of it, they could possibly be harmed really bad. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe. 
I mean, that, there's some truth to that. You don't know how much is in it, and then you never know how people are going to react yeah. under the influence of it. You know, there is that. You always have to consider that. The customer said she handed the edible over to the Charlotte-Mecklenburg Police Department, which is now investigating, and they plan to test it to find out what exactly is in it. Hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna throw a fucking dime down on weed. I think it's the marijuana. <laughs> I'm going to put a 50 down on the marijuana. Yep. <laughs> What's the pool? What's the odds That's here on marijuana? I'm lettuce in it. I'm about willing to guarantee it. I'm going to put my I'm gonna bet, bet a Look, mortgage on this one. Just crack the bag and let me smell it, and I'll tell you if it's in there or not. Yeah, it's just one guy on the force is like, here, yeah. I'll just eat it. <laughs> I just, I'll just eat it. Y'all holler at me in 30 minutes. Or they just came back to the lab and think the lab tech's just eating it. It's like, thanks for the Rice Krispie treat. You Why's everybody looking at me? <laughs> You're supposed to test that. I am. <laughs> it's pretty good. Two hours later. Right. You got that card? What was that number? <laughs> do you have any more of that Rice Krispie treat? <laughs> also, do you have any right bananas? <laughs> Well, I think it was a pretty cool gesture. Probably not the best way to go about it, especially not in an illegal state. Probably else. not. To, probably not the best um, thing to do it at a restaurant, like to yeah. put it into the Red Robin to go. Like I said, if it was like a DoorDash See, or a Grubhub, what, if you what were like happened a dr- here, is we had a misjudge of character, right? So this lady saw someone else getting their order and was like, "Oh, they look cool. They look like they'd be down. You know, maybe mm-hmm. maybe they look like a stuff. No, nope. you don't look like a fucking narc. Nope. She just got dreads because she thought they were pretty." Oh, and you're now, just a dirty person. And now the cops are at your door. Kells, never put your fucking, never put your info down. Get a right. burner phone, Kells. Don't put your Twitter down. Got her Twitter on there, too. It's like BTK. You guys can't track me from my Twitter feed, right? Although, I am going to follow her on Twitter, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. She's going to gain a few followers. Her Twitter is at Kells Sweet Treat, so. Yeah. Uh, Kells, K-E-L-L-Z, and then sweet, as it is typically spelt. S-W-E-E-T, and then T-R-E-E-T, treat. Yeah, like trees. Like trees. You see in her little logo, it's the trees is one spot. Yeah, Yeah. I definitely got that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like trees. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. You guys get it, guys? You get get it. I think we're getting to the end of the show. Yeah. It's been strange. It's been short. (laughs) Is it short? 40 minutes? 40 minutes. No, it's it's pretty typical. Guys, this heat wave is killing me. I need more more coffee. Yeah. I need to dry myself out more. I feel like Ron Burgundy's milk was a bad choice. I'm just sweating. I'm literally sweating cold brew in this studio. <laughs> right. I'm gonna leave Nothing a nice wrong with that. I'm gonna, nice, I'm gonna leave a nice like burnt stain in the chair. Just wring out your shirt and just recycle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Put this back in the fridge. I'll save it for later. All right, guys. Speaking of later, we'll see you guys next week for a new strange shorts. All right. Yeah, guys, and like I said, we, uh, since it's on the free platform, if you guys did not already check out on the on Patreon, uh, yes. Strange uh, Sandu Stories came out, Chapter 17, yes. over on Patreon. That's right. So that's why we're on the free platform, guys. So if you haven't already checked out uh, Sandu Stories, Chapter 17, please go yeah. check that out. Probably our most gangsta episode yet. Pretty gangsta. It was mm. straight gangsta. It's, yeah, it's a mob-related episode, so that's what we're trying to get at. We got some good. We and, got some good accents in yeah, there. Yeah, we got to use all our New York accents and things like really, that. You know what I'm really saying? Bring out some characters. Yeah, bring out. Some, oh yeah, Andy got to play a Don. A Don. Yeah, yeah I, got I got to, to be play his right hand man with a really dope Zippo lighter. Like that one. Like the one in my hand. Yeah. Yeah. Andy got to be in charge once. <laughs> and, and, uh, and Andy didn't get killed for once. He didn't get killed for once. You got the last word. I got to you? be the one who orders the killing. I mean, it's not. You act like it's our fault. You write this. You you write it, Andy. Yeah, I am you, the Sean Bean you, of Sandy uh, stories. <laughs> I usually die. How many people get that reference? What is that from? Sean Bean. <laughs> Sean Bean dies in everything he's in. Come on, guys. 
Okay. He was uh, Ed, Ed Stark in Game of Thrones. He was, you know, 006 in Golden It's like Sean Bean. It's like a yeah. running joke that Sean Bean dies in like everything he's in. So okay. I'm the Sean Bean. I just Sandy wanted you to clarify it. I know you, I've heard you use that reference before. Yeah, Sean Bean but. dies in everything. <laughs> he's actually a bad motherfucker and hard to kill in real life. <laughs> so, yeah, like the show. It's hard yeah, to kill. Yeah, it's hard it. to kill. Hard yeah, to let, kill let's the vibe go ahead and right get now. off of here. You're not going right. to kill my vibe, Michael. <laughs> Bitch, don't save kill it, my vibe. Save it for the next one, man. Save Bitch, it for the next one. I got to get you a home recording setup so you can just talk to <laughs> So I can just talk to nobody? Or just throw it on Patreon. Yeah, right. All right, guys. We're out of here. Y'all be strange. Just don't be strangers. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. You hush your mouth, boy.